Hey, you. Yeah, you. You live in Los Angeles? You going to Los Angeles? Want a reason to go to Los Angeles? How about a live Fat Man Beyond with Kevin Smith and Mark Bernardin? Tuesday, November 6th and Tuesday, November 13th, Kevin and Mark are at the Scum and Villainy Cantina to talk the latest in pop culture and answer your questions. For more information and to get tickets, go to csmod.com. Well, the clock struck 11, but 11.57's when it struck me that I just couldn't stay. So I jumped on my scooter, headed home to my computer, where that damn work firewall couldn't get in the way. breaks up the course of the day, and this day would probably break with no nooner there to break me away. Looners like a bandit on the gravestone of the USA. Looners like a bandit on the gravestone of the USA. It's a, it's a pretty great. Oh, and my virus threat protection is up to date. Doesn't make any sense. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Nooner Podcast on the Smodco Internet Radio Network. I'm a host. My name is Marty. I'm a host. My name is John. John, your voice sounds like it's um, has gravitas. I'm uh, more important today than I have been in recent weeks because I have a cold. Oh, jeez. Yep. Well, um, I'm contagious. So if you if you can hear me, then you're going to get sick. Oh. This whole show is going to be like Wolfman Jack. You're dating yourself. I'm da- I know. Uh, he was in um, American Graffiti. Yes, he was. Right. He was in American Graffiti and he was old then. Yes. Yes. He's passed away, right? I I would expect so, yeah. but uh, I don't know. He wasn't really a wolf man, for those of you. Who... Well, he was hairy. He was hairy. Fella. He was hairy. He had a lot of hair on his face, and he had a dog like this. Uh, you were saying that you came up with what would, like, while you were sick, you were contemplating your death. Yes, that's right. No, it's actually, I was reading, uh, I've been on a Terry Pratchett uh, jag, reading Terry Pratchett. Um, R.I.P. Hmm? All yeah, right. he's also dead. Everybody who's any good is dead. So uh, that's what so I was thinking about. He's the, the, the very witty sort of sci-fi fantasy author? Yes. He wrote uh, the Discworld novels, and uh-huh. he wrote Good Omens with Neil Gaiman, and he, I'm reading a book. He's a series of books about a guy, a kid, 12-year-old kid named Johnny. Just like, you know, slow it down, Terry. Well, like, he, yeah, he wrote like 30. Well, he's slow, he's, he, his output has cons- reduced considerably since he died. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you know, he's a quitter. I think he heard you and he died. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, How do you feel about that, Mark? I feel terrible. Have you read all the Discworld ones? No. There, there are a lot of them. I yeah, there's know. a lot. Here's the thing about Terry Pratchett is that I started uh, reading uh, the first Discworld novel, which I think is called The Color of Magic, and, uh, a long time ago. And, and he was establishing the world, and it wasn't very interesting because it's a very silly world. It's a very silly books, yes. Very, well, no, the thing that's interesting is that the world is silly and his sense of humor is all throughout the books, but the actual books once he stopped trying to establish the world have a lot of heart to them. And they have the the plots are fantastic and wonderful and they they really has a huge uh, uh both a great insight into human nature. Mm-hmm. Um wonderful plots and then also incredible turns of phrase. Like, yes. I'm, I'm under, underlining um, quotes from him all the time. I mean, last night I read this thing. I th- it said something like, sometimes there was so much news to deal with, it's really hard to find any information. 
Ah, and that was just that, sort of an offhanded comment by twelve-year-old boy, and you know, and it's just like perfect. And so, uh, anyway, this this book I'm reading right now is about um, uh, Johnny can suddenly see the dead, and the dead are really upset because they're going to move the the cemetery. Oh, and so uh, he's so I, I thought so that's what like Terry Pratchett did on like one afternoon. It's like, oh, that's an interesting idea, but a little novel. Yeah, yeah, it's a little disgusting yeah. that way. I, I really, I'm I'm upset about that. Yeah. Because it takes me years to write a novel. Yeah, yeah. You uh, and you, you know and you gotta Harper be careful, Lee. Marty. I'm a I'm in a fragile state. Okay. So like, uh, you bring and I'm all depressed. Oh, don't be depressed. Uh, Wait, what's going to be on your gravestone then? I fell asleep. Oh, uh, <laughs> I fell asleep forever. <laughs> yeah, I fell asleep forever. No, it's even better. Dirt it's like, nap. This is it's going to say John Sylvain, and then underneath it's going to say. Why are you reading tombstones in a graveyard, you weirdo? And uh, I, 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 I love that. That would be great. Yeah. That would be great. So I'm going to put that on my gravestone. And last night, Shelly said, so you, you, wait a minute, you want a gravestone? I said, I do now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even need to be buried there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> People will come from miles around because it's so funny. I want to be composted. When you, I mean, if you if you were walking through a gravestone, you know, grave, you know I, I used looking to looking for Jim my, Morrison in yeah, Paris, and you see they, this thing. What does this one say? Why are you looking at gravestones, you weirdo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that would be fun, fantastic. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you very much. I'll be here for an hour and a half. I'll probably be dozing off. Well, speaking of news, we've had a shit show of a week. Uh, have is it been just this week? It's hard to keep it track. Is it, it's been insane. Um, yeah, there was some dude in Florida starting like last week. It, it happened that the who was angry at the world and thought it was a good idea to send bombs to all the the political. You know, I I don't think you should call him a dude. What should you call him? Something other than a dude, asshole, maybe. Well, douchebag, yeah. douche nozzle. He's somebody who clearly was not uh, mentally. Right or is not? I don't think. Um, I think you know he's a weightlifter. Not that that's a thing, but uh, he he was, I guess, a steroid user and uh, worked at a strip club. No, none of those things are well. Are steroids. You, are are you, you, so you're defending him? No, no, I'm not defending him at you're all. You're defending his behavior. You're then, excusing him because he took steroids. And then we had the the shooting in uh, Pennsylvania, in Pittsburgh. 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 Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I always forget that Pittsburgh's in Pennsylvania. I don't know why. Well, why would you not? I don't know. Oh. Pennsylvania is long, you know, wider than I think it is. Yeah, um, but he shot, killed eleven people. Yeah, that's a that's another sweetheart. It's just unbelievable because he believed that the Jews were funding the caravan, the terrorist-filled caravan that was coming to destroy our country. Yeah, crazy town, crazy town, crazy town, crazy town. And where so, do you think those ideas came from? Hmm. Yeah. I don't know, Marty. You know what? Where do those ideas come from? Let's look. Hmm. You, you can't prove it. There's no evidence of anything. There's no evidence of anything. It's all fake news. Yeah. I, I think that it made me think that he, um, of course, we're talking about Donald Trump. He's spewing these things to, to gin up activity and and uh, and just to remain in the news and to remain relevant and to rile up his base and get them out voting, you know? I don't think he... he does, it's interesting because... Well, maybe not voting, but... He doesn't you know. um, need to remain relevant. He's he's really obviously um, the most important, uh, good and bad, mostly bad, 
figure in uh, the world, mm-hmm. um, and he's extremely good at, at getting people to pay attention to him. I, I just want to say that my understanding is the guy who shot up the synagogue in Pittsburgh was not motivated as directly by the guy who sent the pipe bombs. Well, he was not Trump. A, a Trump fan. Who? Uh, he was not a Trump fan, the, the shooter. The shooter was not a Trump fan, right? No. But and he got his. But he believed the the conspiracy. The conspiracy that, theory. That Trump's, the uh, the that conspiracy Trump theory about about the the Jews um, paying for this caravan did not come from Trump, did it? It came from Gab. It came from that right. l- line of of uh, conspiracy theory. But world. he perpetuated it. We, I think we really have to isolate the few things that are not Donald Trump's fault directly. <laughs> I mean, if we really want to be honest and, and uh, we just want to say, okay, this is not specifically uh, his evil doing. It's the evil doing of his friends. But, I think it's important to make but those he can dispel. He can help dispel these, these rumors. Can, and he, can, can, well, he, can he do anything with good? He can try. I mean, ultimately, you, you have to, like, he, he retweets these things. He perpetuates these things. He says that they're, they're Islamic uh, terrorists in the caravan. Um, and then has no evidence for it, but he continues to say these things without because he wants to be um, heard. And but when people listen to it, then all of a sudden there are consequences to it. And like I like you said, he's not responsible for creating that conspiracy, but he's certainly culpable in in keeping it alive. Uh, okay, uh, but I, I'm not, I'm just saying specifically. Would well, you want to explain what Gab is? Uh, well, my understanding is Gab is a, a social media platform that has no rules that has been taken over by for free speech. That's what they're all about. They're all about free speech. And so it's been completely taken over by right wing um, extremists. Yeah. The, where I, they feel comfortable saying all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah. Which I mean, to, to be a right wing. Uh, I mean, this is a white white nationalist, I guess, not necessarily right wing um, white nationalist. Um, extremist. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so you can, and so that guy was getting his quote-unquote information. Whereas you know, like Facebook or Twitter, and I've never heard of Gab before, like this morning. Um, but Facebook and Twitter are uh, trying to, in a very completely lame way, uh, police um, a, a little bit of the the speech that goes on. I mean, they got rid of the Infowars guy, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, but Gab, I think. I, my understanding, and again, I don't know anything about it. I, I should just keep talking because yeah, I'm no, a man. I'm, I'm, I'm listening, uh, and uh, so I'm just going to explain something I know nothing about. So it's a total uh, opportunity for wackadoodles, and it might even have been started by some some free speech, uh, you know, lefty. I just don't see why why people look to social media to get news. Like, I just don't understand. That. You know what? I I just realized sort of last night. Uh, I was. My my uh my mother in law lives with us, mm-hmm. and she's gone from she just basically is on her phone all the time, like like twenty four seven. She's just sitting looking at her phone. And this she's a seventy five year old woman or something. I think it's I don't, she's she's you know she's an uh, old lady. She's on her phone all the time, and so is everybody else. I mean, Yogi and I are listening to podcasts constantly. Mm-hmm. Shelly goes to bed. She looks at, she didn't used to, you know, like a, a year ago she didn't, but now she's, she spends, uh, like 20 minutes every night looking at the news, quote unquote, looking at the news on her phone before she goes to sleep. Now it doesn't keep her awake, which is very frustrating because it keeps me awake. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, that's why I do it in the morning. That's how I wake up. Is I I look at the news for twenty minutes in the morning. And oh, that's I, healthy. And I get angry. You know, that's good. That yeah. gets your heart race. Heart oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's, it it's counts in- as exercise. It's interesting because I, I just look around at my family and we are we uh, we really tried and I think we succeeded for a long time to be a low media household. And now, but now everybody's wandering, and everybody's wandering around with their phones in their faces. It's just <laughs> you sound like an angry old man. I am an angry old man. I just think it's crazy. And the thing that's really interesting to me is that I go out of my way to avoid looking at the news, and I find that I am better informed than almost everybody I know. But where? But so, how are you informed then? I listen to uh, NPR radio, uh-huh. and. Um, and that's pretty much it. I mean, I think if you do listen, get your, at least acknowledge that uh, NPR and the New York Times and the Washington Post are like valid sources of news, like you can have a discussion with that person, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, but they they, they are valid. I mean, they definitely have a slant, but yeah, yeah. they're valid. I was thinking about how, um, on the way over here, how NPR... Um, and NP- NPR has this attitude of like, well, <laughs> isn't it wacky what the president of the United States did now? <laughs> he said this. Well, isn't it true that that's a lie? Well, lie is a strong, strong word. word, but it is uh, factual that what he said is not in line with objective truth. And then the New York Times says, uh, this is the, the podcast of the New York Times says, oh, wow, that's really interesting so what you're saying is is that the republicans have been uh suppressing the vote of uh, people of color huh. interesting and they're just really trying to pretend to be neutral to be neutral and they're just they're just like quietly outraged whereas on on the on the right they're or, nuts or I mean, on cnn or msnbc on the, the oh, cable news network i don't watch the tvs yeah, they, they, it's just outrage you know outrage all the time yeah yeah and um, because people feel frustrated and then they they get some solace out of seeing somebody else like yell at a conservative or yell at a liberal person, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of yelling. Is there actually uh, yelling? Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. There was. You know, uh, it was a long time ago I thought about the Hegelian dialectic, you know, oh. which is, yeah, I know. Someone went fancy, to Yale. Uh, fancy, fancy. Well, so, and I don't, again, let me just explain something that I've never read. Okay. So most yeah. philosophy, I've read the back of the book, you know, the back that's, of the paperback like edition. three more paragraphs than I've read. Well, yeah. yeah. So so the uh, Hegelian dialectic, my understanding, is you, is a way of looking at something on two sides, you know, and there's always two Whoa. sides to, to, to something. and and But there's not always two, there's not two sides to reality and, right and that's where fox came along and said fair and balanced and they have to sort of pretend that there's the 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 objective truth and then there's the other side and that's that happened you know back in uh around george w bush and and and, and i was thinking about like on the on the conservative conservatives say that science is anti-conservative but actually conservatism now is anti-science yeah and conservatism is anti-academic because They've they've gone so far to the right that they have to make shit up to justify their right their position. And I think the the more tribal and the more polarized the the two sides are, like the less relevant facts are because people are just so um, they're so entrenched in their their identity that facts no longer take precedent. You know, so you can yeah. So 
yeah, they'll find their alternate facts on either side. Well, frankly. like the, this this caravan of, of people that's uh, uh, coming north, right? Yeah, they're so a thousand miles away. They won't be here if if they're efficient. They won't be here till like the end of November. Right, and, lo- and m- many, not all of them are actually headed to the United States. But all of the reporting I've heard, which is coming from a liberal bubble, is that their their families and and um, you know, women and children is what they say. And you look at like they're like half men too, you know. Right, exactly. So yeah. so, but there's the the on the 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 mainstream media gives the quote unquote mainstream media has no evidence that this is a bunch of uh, terrorist goons who are invading the United States. Right. And then, on, and then Trump is saying these things about this caravan that are not supported by anything. Right. And, and then as if there's an invasion force that's marching here, and it's, I mean, if, so it's 5,000 people. They're, they're, I'm sure they're unarmed. Are they unarmed? Um, I don't know. I not I, well, like they're I'm coming pretty, from. I feel comfortable that our military could deal with them if they had hostile. Sure, to. and th- they're Honduran, and Honduras has like one of the highest uh, gun ownerships in the world per capita. Um, but mm. yeah, so I'm guessing that they probably have, but th- that's not their intent. These are people who are fleeing a a crime ridden state, mm-hmm. and they're coming here. And when they get to the border, if they get there, when they get there, they're going to plead asylum. They're not going to all of a sudden try to climb over the wall that doesn't exist. You know, they're going to plead asylum like anybody else who come come to the border does. And um, so it's just crazy to think that they're in like consider them invaders. Uh, but anyhow, crazy. Did you say crazy? Yeah. Oh, mm. am I not supposed to use those terms? Why not? Uh, I don't know. Do you know who Seth Godin is? Yeah, I listen to him all the time. Do you listen to that the, his podcast? Akimbo. Akimbo. It's yeah. A, well, yeah. Do I you want to explain who he is? He's a bald. He's bald. He has funny uh, glasses, uh-huh. and he's started uh, many companies, uh, several companies, and he's written a bunch of books. And um, basically, his um, message is: choose yourself. Uh, and take advantage of the fact that there are no barriers um, now that the digital age has come up, come up and self-publish and self-do your own thing. He's a marketing guru of sorts. He's a marketing guru, yes, and, and he says things But he's are, bald. Okay. Oh, finally she speaks up. Just like every week. You just like, I told everybody on Twitter that I was going to be late oh. and that it was going to oh. be boring until I got here. Oh, oh my God. You mission accomplished. Yep. Well, if you say it, it... It will be true. Oh, Sorry, I'm about man. to egg, so, eat an egg salad sandwich. Hey, or egg he, salad salad. Guess who got a cold from you? Egg salad salad. I fucking told you guys. What What did you tell me? That I that I, I should not have been welcomed you with open arms? Did you that say I that to sick. me? sick. Yeah? Did you tell me I was going to get your cold? I, I don't remember that Marty, warning. Did you have you come with a warning? I told Ma- I did, actually. And Marty was like, come on down. That's oh, okay. well. Marty's super fit. Bubby's John. Done. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, Marty. Thanks, Marty. Oh, Marty's Marty's not at the mic. He's oh, hey, thanks. He was getting water. I didn't tell you to French kiss her afterwards. Uh, you just did it. Whoops. Uh, whoops. Yeah. Uh, so it was Seth, such a good show last week. Seth Godin. I had to kiss somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was talking about how there are three types of people. Do, do you listen to the latest Akimbo? No. There's three types of people? Yeah. He, he's talking about um, how people. novelty hap- like just changes people. in... The, in landscapes you know we're trying to fit everybody in a box man no but it's well it's kind of true it's like you've got people who better eat her egg salad i know Uh, thank you for not getting the crunchy egg salad 
I got the one I got. Hey, okay. maybe we could turn this podcast into what is it called? A uh, ASMR. ASMR. Here, let, let's listen to Cassandra eating. Uh, you should have when you unwrap it. Touching my headphones. <laughs> ASMR is fucking weird. It is. Can we talk about that? Yeah, we just got one million new new listeners. I know. I know right? we, we just finally broke the the paywall. Thank you, Seth Godin. Um, no, he now Kevin Smith will finally notice us. I know. Notice yeah. me. Some like the. Person was asking, uh, someone's asking me, like, can you get this thing to 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 Kevin? Like, can you show him this thing? And I'm like, no, Kevin has no idea who I am. <laughs> like, even though I've met him half a dozen times, he has no idea. Um, we could go to one of those live shows at the Improv and then like meet and greet after and like sad and be like, hey, by the way. <laughs> by the way, for six and a half years, I've been uh, sharing. Yeah. Your mic space. We could uh, we could go and give him a cold. Oh yeah. Uh, then he'd remember us. <laughs> uh, can That's you, biological warfare, yeah, isn't it? Can, yeah. If you assault somebody with a cold, does that is that a criminal act? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, if you knowingly in this political climate, I guess so. Sure. Uh, okay, three different types of people. There are people who don't like change. Like they they are very resistant to change, mm-hmm. and then there are the people who actively seek out new experiences and embrace novelty. On the other. Mm-hmm. And then in between, there are those who just follow trends, you know. Who, okay. Uh-huh. Baby boomers, millennials, and then the new people. No, I think, but you can find that within, like, you can be multiple things in different aspects of your life. Like, you can be sexually adventurous, but only eat peanut butter sandwiches, you know. Like, That's a weird <laughs> fucking example. Yeah. Yeah. Really, Marty? You yeah. can? Uh, you can, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm allergic to peanuts, but are you really? No, I'm not. Oh, weird. Well, you 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 eat lots of different foods, so I'm assuming that what you mean is that you're not sexually adventurous. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm saying those two things aren't related. Could you how? What was the like? Talk about the different sexual positions that you you've you've used all of them. List them off. Um, um, he can't think of anyone. He's never no. had sex. I, I've seen lots of videos. I understand how. What they do in those videos is not real sex. What? Mm-hmm. You don't always like f- face the camera when no. you're and like put your legs in weird positions. It's not like a weird like office type thing where you're like looking at the camera every once in a while. No, yeah, <laughs> you're right. It's like, like a blank look to the camera. Women don't constantly move their hair out of the way for some reason. Oh, geez. <laughs> I I guess I have to. <laughs> my wife is just like, that why are be, you moving very far? My hair out really, of my face. Would, oh God! Oh, okay. yeah. She's got short hair. Um, the uh, that'd be that'd be a funny uh thing that I'll never do, which is uh, a, a, a porn that's that's based on Modern Family. So <laughs> you have these looks at the camera. <laughs> it's just like, meh, meh. <laughs> just interspliced with like sort of uh, like weird interviews to camera. Right, exactly. At that point, I was done. <laughs> I was donezo, but you know. Yeah. All right. All right. So, my point is, I'm. Where would you see say like politically, like you could say with politics, people can be in one of those things. People like in the way they travel, and I would say I'm, I'm more of a follower than a, a trendsetter, I guess. Mm. But really? I. 
Well, I try to, but I think that you can get, I think it's important to embrace new, new adventures and new novelty and all that stuff. Yeah. So I, it, but it's not my, it's not my knee jerk reaction. So I actually have to actively seek it out because whenever I do that, I find my life is more interesting. Mm. Yeah. Um, do you find that to be true? Do you consider no. yourself a follower or? No. Uh, you, you like things the way they are? No. Okay. No, I'm a leader, man. I'm a uh, leader. That's I'm true. A, I'm an adventurer. You are. I go do weird stuff all the time. I constantly do it to the detriment of my health and my happiness. Yes, you've, you, you're a triathlete? I've tried everything. Yeah, but tri- I've I've done triathlons. Sure, I've done all. I started. And you started I start theaters. theaters. You started companies. Yeah, you started. I do all businesses. kinds of stuff. I, I'm always looking for the next big thing, and I'm really much better at beginning things and getting people. I say, "Hey, let's take this hill," and we go, "Yay!" We go up to the hill, and then I say, "Well, we took the hill. Yeah, this is boring. Let's take another hill." Everybody's like, "What but about? Wait, wait, we're only halfway we, up. We, we gotta, we gotta." Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. We're only halfway up. Well, yeah, but it's a slog. Let's let's go do something else. Let's jump down the hill now. You know, so that's yeah. that's kind of my life. But I would say that Sacred Fools is a pretty awesome achievement. And Circle I, X. Listen, I've achieved lots of awesome things. No, but I it's I think what I'm saying is that what I notice is, uh, in that is that there is a, an aspect of starting things and and then other people carry them on and I lose interest. Right. Yeah. You know, but so well, how many years were you at, with Sacred Fools like actively? Uh, 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 five. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of a long time. Yeah, it's been twenty years. Yeah. Uh oh, geez, that's insane. Mm-hmm. That means I've been acting for twenty years. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Mm, sorry again. I apologize. Yeah. Yeah, but see, like the and thing, your parents mostly. Thing that is weird is like I didn't seek that out. Like I didn't. It. You said, "Do you want to come?" do this like and it took like that sort of invitation to like i wouldn't if you had said i'm starting a theater i'd have been like oh how good for you but you said why don't you come and i'm very grateful for that yeah so like i wouldn't have actively sought it out destroyed your uh your ability to make money yeah it did (laughs) it did it was yeah i i had my first job interview like since I was like 19, like recently, like last week. How did it go? Uh, well, I didn't get the job, so not Oh, great. you didn't? No. Are you quitting so. Um, I know, no. I'm just a contractor there, so. Bummer. Yeah. You know, there's something that the Supreme Court did that like they're going to make these big companies have to pay taxes for these contractors or some shit. Good. I yeah. want them to. When did that happen? I don't know. I heard like this was very secondhand information. My f- fiance was near a lawyer who was talking about this. Was near near a lawyer, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, but my point is, <laughs> which like, is you know that makes enough sense to me. Yeah, I'm like okay. So many of the things that I've done have been like, do you want to do this? And I'm like, okay. And then all of a sudden, I'm working four years at Schmoogle. You know, like it's it's a very weird life. And but I find like the more when I do when I actively pursue things, it's it can be very satisfying. But but I I don't know I I've been thinking about it this week because like I'm doing this play and it's uh, I haven't done a play in like four years and it's really fun and I'm having such a great time. But it wouldn't have happened if had somebody said like Do you want to do this reading? And mm-hmm. then like at the end of the reading, like Hey, so what are people's like 
schedule is like and i was like oh shit like this is an actual thing and like mm. and i had the opportunity to say yes and i did but i never would have if he had said i'm doing auditions for this play i never would have done it yeah uh i don't know what that i don't know what my point is my point is it's just weird i've had a your follower i'm a follower i'm a follower yeah and, and when where john goes i follow cool uh yeah where okay. do you find lie in that like you start you have your own desperately mood. always seeking change yeah always looking for something and you have a film company yep and that's pretty awesome yep uh and i want to do another film yeah but there's no money but i want to do another one and we should just focus on setting the ones in the film festivals right now but it's hard yeah because so you already finished them mm-hmm. you finished those and you don't want to market them I mean, it is we submit them to film festivals. We're like, all right, cool. Now what? I don't want to just fucking sit around and wait until December to get a bunch of emails, whether we got in or not. Like, let's do something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no money. Yeah, uh, Josh was is asking like why this the show changed from Smodco's morning show to the nooner show. Right, uh, that happened so, like so long ago. I did. It did, and it happened because. Um, Wasn't there another morning show? That yeah, was more popular? this morning show it was very popular, massively popular. Like because so Kevin, those Smith, guys were on TV. Because Kevin Smith is is a is a leader, right? He's a, um, so he was doing. I think um, was it daily? I think he was trying to do like a daily morning show, and then it was like, I think it was just too much pod potting for him. So he he cut back, and at that same time, Dan Etheridge, who was on this that that show uh, once or twice. Um, he was very entertaining and I said to him, oh, we should do a, a podcast and then we just took over their spot basically for mm-hmm. one day a week mm-hmm. and because it was that was available bandwidth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I, I, that's our origin story mm-hmm. and then because I asked Dan to do it, um, we had that opportunity but he, he claims ownership of the show and it just pisses me off. Where is Dan now, right? Yeah, Marty. It's an outrage. I yes. never even fucking met Dan. Oh. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, wait till you meet him. He's great. He's coming back. I don't think yeah. he's real. He, oh, he's real. Mm-hmm. He doesn't seem real. It, he seems like a Muppet, but he is real. <laughs> he's Snuffleupagus. Oh, is he coming back? Tomorrow is his birthday. Tomorrow he turns 50. Everybody send him birthday wishes. He's only 50? <laughs> he does have the demeanor of... Um, you're only 50. I am only 50. It's funny how, I mean, it's just, you know, because I met you when you were, well, younger. It's just funny, you know, we're practically the same age. Because I'm practically 50. I mean, shit. Yeah, practically just, uh, I'm not, Same. Um, practically 50. I And you're 29? Mm-mm. 31? Younger. 30? Younger. 27? Older. 28? Yes. Wow, it only took me seven guesses. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> what was the last like new new thing that you did that was like an adventure that you embraced? This is I'm throwing it out there. I got engaged. <laughs> oh, but you didn't choose that. Kind of, kind of. I had a little bit of a say in it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And she got to see us. And how was that? Was that frightening? Uh, it was a little weird. Why? I don't know. Cause like, it's a pretty big commitment. <laughs> What, getting married? Uh-huh. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And did it change your perspective? Like, did it all of a sudden, like, change your sort of, like, where you thought? Like, because, you know, when you wake up in the morning, you think, like, oh, I'm going to, you know, get 
this role and make this movie and all. No, 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 none of that's changed. It's exciting. Yeah, but it's not like changing my life in any certain way. It's more like my new thing to do is that I have to plan this big fucking party. Yeah, yeah. It it can be fun as long as you don't make it if, to make it unfun. Well, if if you don't put too much importance on like things being right, you know, correct, as opposed to like things being like a fun experience, you know, mm-hmm. a fun time for, mm-hmm. for other people. Do you have a lot of uh, people who you're related to who have a interest in the wedding? Uh, fortunately, no. Um, I do have a lot of people that I'm related to in general, um, but. I'm having a destination wedding, so I think they'll start dropping like flies, which is we did that too. perfect yeah. because I'd rather have my friends there. We got we got married up in uh, up in, in Port Townsend. What? what? Oh, in where? Port in Townsend. Por, uh, Port Townsend. Uh, and we and part of the reason we got married there was uh, my wife was in the uh, uh, program at USC, the uh, Peter Stark program, and one of the people that she went to school with was the son of a billionaire uh and he got married and the class made a big stink about you got to invite all of us not just some of us because it's not a very big class Mm -hmm. and so everybody went to his wedding and so she felt like she had to invite all of them to the wedding so she wanted to make sure that they didn't come so she yeah (laughs) oh my god that is so funny that's it's a we also had a lot more friends up in seattle yeah it's yeah. a good tactic because I've got family in Washington. I've got family in Denver. And I was like, well, let's get married in Louisiana. And that's where the Midges family's from. But they're still like an hour away from New Orleans. And we're getting married on a Tuesday. So nice. it's like 100% inconvenient for just about everybody. Yeah. Yeah. But It'll be good because people who want to be there will be there. Yeah, I've gone to very few destination weddings because I've never had money to do it, and it always just seemed like. But I wish I had, you know. Um, but it's expensive. We just yeah. went to a, a wedding uh, of uh, a couple people who got married in Italy, right mm-hmm. on the Mediterranean. Jesus. And so we didn't. I mean, didn't know these people. I mean, I I know Peter. But I didn't know his wife. And I didn't, I mean, it was kind of, I didn't go to his first wedding, which was in Ecuador. Um, which Peter? Peter Nissen. Oh. But it was a great excuse. It was like, wait a minute, this is the, are we going to go to Europe with some of our best friends? Right. And, and, our, and <coughs> our kids. So we did it. And it was, we had a wonderful time. We went to Paris first. Uh-huh. And then uh, where I saw my brother. And then we, we took the train down to, um, he got married in Portofino. We took the train to Milan. And um, it was funny because I thought, oh, we'll take the train over the Alps. It'll be beautiful. But actually, of course, the train goes under the Alps. So it was dark. Right. (laughs) But that's kind of cool, too. See, I thought about going Europe because I was like, well, that'll really get rid of people. But the thing is, is that I was like, that's going to like really, really get rid of people like people who genuinely genuinely would want to be there mm-hmm. and then i'm making it in like paris or something and it's mm-hmm. like then i'm basically saying fuck you mm-hmm. so i didn't go that far yeah but no new orleans is a is a fun place and that that's some place that people can go like so i went to kruger's wedding last yeah. year and that was that was great great people plan trips yeah. around that kind of stuff yeah. i have a a news story oh go on um i saw it on internet on gab i don't know what site a man gets diarrhea on a roller coaster and splashes 14 people. Yeah. 
fact or fiction? That's what I want to know because I was trying to find the rest of the article and it was having a hard time finding it. It would be hard to imagine unless he didn't have his pants on. Well, I, if you do man has diarrhea, it auto-completes to on roller coaster. Okay, that's so that's what I'm choice. saying. It's like it's probably it a real story, right? On uh, your computer? Is that because you've been looking that up a lot, Marty? No, I actually is the first time I did it. But <laughs> according to Snopes, which is where you go for to find out if something is true or not, they rate it false. Ugh. Yes. Well, that's too bad. Yeah, I thought that was a fun <laughs> story. Well, but but how would it get out? Like if you're wearing if you're pants, wearing shorts. You're wearing shorts. Okay. Men wear shorts to amusement parks. Oh and like if you have a funnel cake men wear shorts to amusement cake. yeah okay that's the name of my improv group yeah <laughs> <laughs> men wear shorts to roller hey to we're men wear shorts to mar- <laughs> yeah it's too much can, can we get an idea can we get a, yeah, a suggestion a, of one a, word uh, please um, amusement park diarrhea um funnel cake anyways so i'm just thinking that it is plausible because men wear shorts to amusement parks mm. men eat the nasty fried food mm. at amusement parks only men i mean Statistically speaking, this man does. They're more likely because the women are too busy taking care of the kids; they don't have time to eat. Um, <laughs> is that what it is? I think so. Yeah. And then makes sense. it was that women were smarter. Yeah, that too. Uh, men are the only ones That's who still solid. are riding roller coasters as adults because they don't think that they're going to get sick, even though we know you're going to get fucking sick. Mm-hmm. You get uh-huh. sick, and then um, not just like in general, like not not anticipating diarrhea, sick, or even vomit, sick, or like. My heart is beating fast. I feel sick to my... I feel like I'm going to die on this roller coaster. Too much adrenaline. I'm old. So... It's true. All of... Yeah. All of these things seem like they could have happened. Seem like there could have been diarrhea. I'm sure somebody has had diarrhea on a roller coaster. So you're saying that the story is plausible and it really should be true. And if it's but not 14, true, here's what, no, that's what that's we what's should make 14 it is a lot. That's what I'm saying. Is that okay? Well, so this can't just be. Kilt, I could imagine it. This yeah. can't be same or shorts. Same or day diarrhea. If it's 14 people getting what splashed, is, same day diarrhea. I feel like doesn't have that kind of impact. What's this same has to, day as what's, opposed to, same day diarrhea as in you had the fr- fried food uh, a couple oh. hours has passed yeah, yeah. diarrhea yeah. i think this was night before diarrhea so like you yeah. had something the night before perhaps oh, so food poisoning yeah food poisoning, food poisoning normally takes a few hours explosive, at least explosive explosive diarrhea explosive diarrhea comes up when you're in a loop yeah and then that's i don't know he had to have been in the front of the roller coaster what about one of the what if it was one of those things like the superman ride where it goes shooting up in the air mm-hmm. and maybe there's, there's a bunch of people behind him yes oh and it's just like <laughs> well there's so there's, like gravity takes hold he poops yeah. at the right moment right. where right so that everyone just goes just right through, through it or he's in the back of the roller coaster and yeah, it's at the part where he where you're stuck at the top for a second everyone's scared <laughs> and so he shits himself while he's scared and, and so then it rains just like, down. Or it's just hanging there in a cloud and everybody else just goes Swoops into it. No, I'm saying he's in the back and like, right. you know, like right. it goes all, and then it starts oh, raining see, see. down yeah, on yeah, everybody yeah. and see. everyone's like, Holy whoa, we shit. just got covered in diarrhea. All 14 of Release. us. Release. Oh, and then we have to go through this whole thing but everyone's thinking about, oh my God, I have fucking poop on my And they all barf hair. and then they get covered with barf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then it's like um, that Stephen King movie, <clears throat> The Body. The what? Stand By Me. What? The stand? Stand By Me where they all vomit. They know? all do? Yeah, I remember that part. He, he's telling the story. Will Wheaton's telling the story about the, the pie eating contest. And oh, then, and they show it and then they all start barfing? Yeah. I don't yeah, remember that. Yeah, it was. I got to watch that movie again. Yeah, it's a good, good one. Yeah, it's a very good movie. Yeah. 
Anyways, um, in your senior ages, you can't ride roller coasters anymore, right? I tried to take my I took my <coughs> nieces to to Magic Mountain, mm-hmm. and like after two roller coasters, I was just miserable, and That's so I was, and I just sent them on there. I, I can't I, do it. As a teenager, well, I was you know what no it problem. is. Yeah. That, oh. it's your inner ears is less uh, flexible. They're old. Well, it's 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 really the inner inner ears. You can't handle the the motion as well. Mm-hmm. So I was. Uh, have you guys been to the Hogwarts thing? Whatever. The yeah. Yeah. Wizarding World. It, that's like I was thinking of like playing hooky on Friday and just going there by myself. Is that weird? Is that no? Is that weird? Yeah. Yes, that's weird. You're a weirdo. Oh. No, just go. Any, it's so much fun. Is weird. I was so but, fucking pumped when I walked through it. Even though, as you guys all know on this podcast, I did not finish the last Harry Potter book. Please do not spoil this for me. Harry Wise. Shut up. Harry That's not is dead. true. It can't Why? be true. Why haven't you Harry finished, I don't know. finished it yet? I haven't finished it yet. Okay. And you she don't want no, but like I'm telling you, like, like I used the to. the only person on earth who doesn't know what happens at and the end. I know, and I've gone this long without finding out, and I do not intend for how it to far, happen here. How far into the book have you gotten? I started reading it when it came out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's kind of a slog. It's a, it's so boring. What well, here's what I was gonna do. I'm gonna restart you just them all. The movie. I, yeah, totally. But no, I'm gonna restart them all <laughs> via Audible. Okay, no, Jim. Fucking Jim Dale reads it. He's he's. Like, I'm gonna fly one through of them. The best, um, the best, uh, top, whatever talking books. One of my resolutions for 2019 is to learn how Harry Potter ends. Oh, and well, dare dare to dream. Turns okay. out, it turns out Darth Vader is Harry Potter's father. Mm-hmm. Then I wouldn't understand the reference because totally, I've also never seen Star Wars. Yes. Totally. Um, you. What is the? F- anyways, yes, you should go because I, okay. outside of not finishing the books, I was very, 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 very into Harry Potter when I was younger, and so going, my cold adult heart just swelled up like Grinch uh-huh. size, and okay. it was so Did exciting. You say that you're 28. Isn't 28 the new 18? You're practically a child. No, it's My not f- because I don't know how technology works at the 18-year-old. Oh. Those guys, those kids are doing like full-on like Final Cut Pro crazy right. editing and I'm still like trying That's to figure funny. out why there's all these Instagram filters. Like who the fuck needs to look like a dog? My, fr- <laughs> My friend has... Uh, I've wanted to do that. He has two kids, 10 and 8. Or yeah, I guess around there. And are, those, are those your names, ten and eight? Yes. Mm-hmm. And he got season passes for him and his girlfriend to go to Harry Potter, whatever Wizarding World of Harry Potter. It went like. What about half, his wife? Uh, it, she passed away, but oh, uh, went, sorry. <laughs> went uh, half a dozen times with his girlfriend uh, over the summer. Did not tell the kids that he had. The what? Passes. Yeah. Really? Yeah, because that's monstrous. I know. <laughs> he said, "We just go and get stoned and then do the ride," and it was amazing. He said it was like the best money ever spent. Oh my god! <laughs> That's hilarious. That's incredible. It's really fun though, and you should definitely go. I'm actually going to go to Universal Studios tomorrow night because oh, Halloween. Whatever. I have acquired free tickets to Halloween Horror Nights. It is. It is an experience. Like they're yes. Everybody's in costume. Okay, that always leads into my next question about what people are going to do on Halloween. Okay. There are people with actual like chainsaws, like gasoline chainsaws. Yeah, like the blades are moved, but they fucking they scrape them on the ground. Yeah, and, shit. and then they got these spark things that they go on the ground, like as they Freddy fill Kruger. that whole motherfucker up with fog machines, so you can't see ten feet in front of you. And I already have a hard time seeing at night, so I'm not even gonna wear my glasses. I'm just gonna fucking do it. <laughs> and yeah, like people just come out of the come out and go Bleh! and like or they like come uh, clowns with chainsaws and you're like ah 
and it's fun. Yeah. I don't like getting scared though, but well, that that's why you go. Right? I know. I've got. I've been once before or twice before, and I was like, okay, I get this. I get it. It's kind of fun though. Super. I don't go if unless it's free though, because no, I, I I really I, I only went when it was free. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I I'm not gonna pay money for that because it is not my favorite thing, and I have to like I have so much anxiety all night. And I have to like pretend like I'm having fun because they leave you alone if you don't look scared. Well, if you look we, like you're having fun, the famous leave you alone. story, you know, Diane Ruggiero. Mm. Um, she went because uh, one of her friends, creator that, of iZombie. Yeah, co-creator, uh, co-creator, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, she went. Uh, she's a friend of the show. She's been on the show, and she told the story on the show about how, like, the people with chainsaws, like, they were, like, they targeted her, so she hid out in the guest, uh, in the. Um, or in one of the shops, and they came in from all sides, and she peed her pants. She got so scared. Um, yeah. Did it get on anybody? Uh, Was four, she on a roller coaster? People, fourteen people. Hit fourteen people. <laughs> That's mean. Yeah, I know. And then, and then uh, she yelled at some guy because he, he he touched her, and he's like, "You're not supposed to fucking touch me," because they're not supposed to touch you. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's one thing, but it is really incredible the level of detail they put into their costumes and to like they have these haunted house things yeah they've got the different houses you and know they, what they, makes they me put feel smells better? in there too yeah like it's gross rotting flesh smells and it's pretty gross it's i pretty awesome. it makes me feel better when i think about the asshole who just jumped out and scared me i'm like <laughs> how was your commercial audition last week asshole like i just like remembering who they are yeah and they are actors who are choosing to do this you know and um you know what i was thinking that that's kind of reassuring or or whatever does it take away the mystique you know it's almost kind of scary it's almost (laughs) like that's the real haunted house is uh how many people are out here (laughs) really struggling yeah, but I know a couple of people who have done it. They pay so shitty there. Do they? Well, so yeah. they do. They pay fine-ish. The reason that it works out to being a lot of money is because those people are working overtime every single uh, night. So three to four nights a week, you are working from five p.m. when you get into makeup. In I used to work at City Walk, so I know all this. Five p.m. when you get into makeup until about three a.m in the morning oh, shit. and you're getting hourly and right, you're getting, right. yeah, you just get overtime every day and you're exhausted and tired and right. But it's like, you know, an extra $1,200 for, I mean, that doesn't even seem that good. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I know people who do it though. But um, I know some guy who does this stunt show there. <clears throat> he does a uh, guy on commercial auditions mm-hmm. and it's like, basically he does like the, it's the, um, not the Fast and Furious. Oh, it's a Waterworld show, you know, that's yeah. a big sun show. It's really kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But he has to do like a fall and everything like that. And he gets paid like 75 bucks a show. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's really? like nothing. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. But he's, he loves it. So good for him. Well, anyways, I might go tomorrow. Okay. So and if I don't, I'm going to just go see the new Halloween. Um, are you going to wear a costume tomorrow? No, no. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Who knows? Sometimes I'll get like a wild hair up my ass and then I'll just like do my makeup kind of funny um, or like I'll put a mustache on. But I've, I haven't really been super into Halloween, you know, because I found that either I don't get invited to the cool parties and so then that makes me sad 
Or when I do get invited to cool parties, I'm like, these are too crowded. I don't like this. Yeah. And then you get invited to like smaller parties, which is cute. But then it's like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's not my favorite holiday. Yeah. To be honest. And, and I feel like it's just like a lot of like, like the weekend before Halloween, it's just impossible to like look at people's Instagram because it's like, oh. oh, cool, you did it. Like you you dressed up. And then like if you didn't, but like if you don't have something to do or if you're like me and you have to just like work or like whatever, it's like, cool. Yeah. Great, congratulations. Um, Fucking, is this shit over yet? Like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a big Halloween person. John? Yes. Are you, are you a Halloween person? Not me, but my son is. What's he going to do tomorrow? Well, he's got a he's gonna be a vampire Rasputin. Oh. Um yeah, so he, he yeah, I don't know what that means. Uh-huh. But the mad monk. Yeah. He's got a he's got he just made teeth last night. He gets really into he it. He made teeth. Yeah. He gets really into he loves costumes. I I've never really I thought of Halloween, uh, because I'm a theater person, I always thought of it as kind of amateur night. And then I moved down here where it's like, oh, and th- and then, then you have professional night where people are Dressed yes. up in the really terrifying things, um, but I, you know I like I like uh, giving out candy. I just I've never really liked uh, dressing up. But Yogi Yogi, uh, my son Yogi, was a headless horseman, uh, uh, and Michelle Dunn, our neighbor, who's a costume uh, designer, costume designer, helped him with that, and it was it was incredible because he was uh, this is when he was about ten, mm-hmm. and so he looked like he was the size of a normal grown up, uh-huh. but he had no head. That was amazing, and then they did a gargoyle where he and he for for several years in a row he'd go out and people would just be marveling at his costume that she yeah. she and well, that's great Shelley and and I helped a tiny no I didn't help at all really yeah, yeah. but you offered you you gave him your sperm so that that's I, all that matters oh what not for the costume <laughs> he wouldn't have the costume otherwise so um, what do you get trick or treaters we get like two. And I, I feel like, you know, it's kind of secluded here. So I feel like if you came all that way and, you you know, you deserve to, to get rewarded. So I try so to you give him some box wine. You give him some yeah. box wine. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. No, we, I give him a bottle. Oh, that's uh, nice. The box wine's for me. I thought we would get more trick-or-treaters in our neighborhood and we don't. I think the past two years we've gotten maybe seven per night and then a lot of them are like fucking teenagers and i'm just like and that pisses me off yeah riding their skateboards on my fucking patio like because you need to skateboard up to my fucking door with your shitty cum pillowcase to put fucking candy in i just really not a halloween girl there's a town where it's illegal to to uh trick-or-treat after a certain age like but uh is that the same town where it's illegal to dance? Is it Footloose, yeah. footloose Town? Mm-hmm. I feel bad for the people who live in like notorious. Like, what if you moved into a, like, oh yeah, I'm really doing well for myself. I'm gonna get myself a nice house and a nice neighborhood. Yes, I did it, and you had no idea that you live like, let's say you moved to Toluca Lake or something, and mm-hmm. you didn't realize that you were moving into a notoriously lit Halloween. Right. area where like kids from Burbank, North Hollywood, like all over the Valley flock because you're rich and must have can't. No, no, there are neighborhoods. Yeah, I know. So my friends live in South Pasadena, which is not like the uh, rich neighborhood per se, 
But they, it, for whatever reason, it is the place where everyone goes, and they give. They have to get seventy pounds of. That's candy. what I said. Yeah, like these people and are like have to get all of this candy, and if they're not home, people knock on their fucking. Like you could turn off your porch because I did that. I ta- turned yeah. off my porch light one year. I think last year because I was like the kids skateboarded on my shit, and I was like fuck this, and I turned off the light, and we went into the back, and we could still hear. Like knocking, and I was like, "What the fuck? Like, yeah. freaks! Like, get away!" But uh, yeah, at, at my friend's place, like they have parents who uh, have bags too, and they're like, "I'm like, what the fuck? You're like, you you in Chesapeake, Virginia? It is illegal to uh, trick or treat if you're over 12." Good. Yeah, you, know, you face six. illegal. To, how do they define that? Uh, if you're over 12 and you're trick-or-treating, trick-or-treating. It's you, you, you face... If you go on for Halloween and you knock on someone's door and say trick-or-treat yeah. and you're over 12, let me see some ID, sir. Yeah. I'm sure that arrested. they don't enforce it heavily. However, yeah, I mean, if it's a Six months s- in jail, $25 to $100 fine. Yeah. That's hilarious. Six yeah. months in juvie? In juvie. The way it happens at, at our house is we always get uh, a lot of candy and then it gets dark and we have a trickle of people, and uh, we start to worry that we're going to have candy left over, so we give out more. Right, and, and then, then we give out more, a, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, we're gone, and and then there's a second wave. Right, which right. in our our neighborhood is is uh, teenagers and kids. Yeah, I I'm I always get really hopeful, and I'll get extra candy, and then it'll get to be the point where I'm at the, you know, outside the door, like calling for kids to come over. And yeah, that's, Please, that's take creepy. Some of this- Take yeah. some of this crap off my hand yeah. so I don't eat it. That creepy old man is is trying to lure us with candy. <laughs> I think I would enjoy it more if I lived in a... Pl- not like one of those crazy, like, notorious neighborhoods, but just like, you know, if I lived in a neighborhood... There are s- small kids in my neighborhood. I just... I know that they go to, to the South more, Pasadena. I know, yeah, or to yeah. Luca Lake. And yeah. so, I don't know. I just kind of... Yeah, this is not... I don't know. I'm gonna I don't get- know. I think it might be a Los Angeles thing, though, because I feel like... You know, growing up, we growing we just up, went, we just went where went, we lived, yeah. and it was fine. It was fun, yeah, Even, yeah. Um, are you? I'm probably going to stay in and give out candy to like my three neighbors who have kids, and then watch movies. And I put out a tweet asking for what is a good Halloween recommendation for movies to watch, and we have zero responses. So we I have really a good killed one. It. Go on. It's called Halloween. Okay. What? What's it about? When it's about it, Halloween. When does it take place? It takes place on a Halloween night. Uh-huh. It stars Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh-huh. And um and it's about a guy who kills people. Um Josh sent in a news story about a woman in uh Tennessee, I think. She was at a haunted house and somebody gave her a knife and said, um, to stab her friend. This and is she, top of the hour and you're listening to the Nooner Podcast on the Smodcast Radio Network. I can't get a word in edgewise. I just happened to look. Yeah. All right. Well, um, and gave her, and she thought it was a prop knife, so she stabbed her uh, friend and cut her friend. Um, Did the friend die? No. No, no. They just, um, um, there was a hole in her friend's shirt and blood was skirt- squirting from the victim's left arm. Uh, it was in Nashville. That's dumb. That uh, that is really dumb. Like, why would you? If somebody gives you, an, first of all, they shouldn't have given her a knife, uh, especially um, if it was a real knife. And then, second of all, if somebody gives you a knife and tells you to stab someone, and you think it's a prop knife? Check it. Check your props. 
Isn't that what they say in the the business? Always check your props. Must have been either uh, really dumb or drunk or both. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I always forget about that drunk thing. Yeah. Too much box. Because I agree, that just doesn't seem plausible unless yeah. you're an idiot. Yeah. All right. That that's that makes sense. So oh, you don't have any? Do you li- even like scary movies? No. Well, actually, I I don't like. I realized I'm very squeamish. Uh huh. So uh, I do like scary movies. But I really don't like anything being cut off. Okay. Like heads or fingers or arms or, okay. or stabbings. So like, uh, um, like uh, you know, the actual original Halloween. Right. Um, not very gory. It's not very gory. It's just scary. Yeah. A you lot know? of lot of deaths. Yeah. yeah. And and like I saw that that uh, movie. Um, it follows. You uh-huh. know. Uh, you know, I'm, I don't enjoy scary movies. But I don't. I really just dislike like the Saw movies. I'm never gonna see. Or right, that right. That's like torture porn yeah, stuff. Yeah, I hate. I hate this. This, I hate. Some something about uh, puncturing the human body makes me really yeah. sick. And and if it, if the the way to get a rise out of people is through like physical pain and dismemberment, that doesn't really seem very um, like you know very the movie clever. The, the Blind Side. Horrifying. Mm. So so Super scary. scary. So scary. Yeah. Well, at the beginning of the blind sight, they showed Joe Theismann going down. Oh, then, la- then yeah. Oh. And I knew it was coming, so I was just I was there with my wife, and I just covered my eyes. I can't, I can't watch that. I couldn't, you know, I can't watch that. Yeah, and you don't like horror movies either, even though you're writing one. Mm, no, however, um, I've been more into them because I was trying to research for them. Yeah. They are fun. It's fun for me now to watch them just because I watch them from a creative aspect where I'm like an analytical. Let's see. Well, let's see let's see what they come up with that is scary, you yeah. know? So, it's I'm I watch them more for that. Um, but I'm not like obsessed with watching them, you uh, know. Did you come up with any ones that like really surprised you that how good they were? Like that you might would recommend for listeners to watch on Halloween? Most of the ones that I've been watching are like shit that listeners have recommended to me um, or like various. You know what? If you haven't seen Creep, mm-hmm. I would watch that one because okay. that's the Mark Duplass. Mm-hmm. That one was good. Did and you watch Creep 2? I haven't watched mm-hmm. it yet. That was another one that I was going to probably save for Halloween. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to watch the new Sabrina too because I heard it was scary. Oh, all right. But I don't know. With that girl who looks like Emma Watson. She's from Mad Men. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah. It follows is a good one if you haven't seen it. I feel like I've seen that one. Yeah, it's really good. The one that was still super scary to me—that's like an old one now—is um, fucking what is it called? Psycho. No, the villain is someone named Bagul, and. Bagul. Bagul, like uh, fucking they move into the house and then there's like a box of home movies in the oh, attic. Oh, the one with Ethan Hawke? Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, the, not The Conjuring. The It's something the else. The same d- producer, but yeah, yeah. S- yeah. Yeah, that one. Sinister, is that one? Sinister. Okay. That one I liked because that one I just thought of like a funny sketch afterwards <laughs> where it's like, Okay, so you know when you move, your kids are going to kill you because that's how Bagul works. So maybe just don't move. And then it's like, you know, you have a sitcom where 
you're it's living with Bagul. And uh-huh. so, you know, like the dad's trying to be like, hey, we want to host, you know, our kid's birthday party. Like, don't mind the ghost children running around. And like, yes, we know that there's vicious ghost dogs in the backyard, but it's going to be fine. And then like Bagul's constantly like lurking around the corner. It's like, can you fuck off? You know, like, because once you get to know his little tricks, it's like, okay, cool. Fuck you. We're just never going to move. Yeah. We're never going to move and our kids won't kill us. So take your creepies and you're just part of the life now. Multicam with the laugh track? Yeah. With a laugh track? With in-laws. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a laugh track. Oh, Bagul. (laughs) Bagul, if you're going to use the rest of the toilet paper, at least change the roll. That's his catchphrase. (laughs) Yeah. So it's a fun one. Yeah. And just a rea- reaction shot on Bagul. I prefer Christmas. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll get to Let that. Let me talk we'll about Christmas to, movies. No, no, I have got no, some talk. Josh no, Jones. No, 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 love, I'm actually. A thriller horror movie. You are? Yeah, yeah. I'll be in it. Yeah. There's um, only three people in it, and you're not old enough. It's three old people. Oh, I yeah, feel so. old. Yeah. Are you going to put hope in it? No. <laughs> Uh, JP Cutter says uh, as someone too scared for a lot of horror Drag Me to Hell is always a slapstick Halloween favorite it is a slapstick movie it's also got some really good scares in it and it, it's uh, I, don't, I don't know that one that is a Sam Raimi movie with oh, he's great yeah and it, it is it, it is like it's a good movie it's actually a really fun like sort of genre film not too gory but very creepy and has some very funny moments Tyson is going to be watching Ernest Scared Stupid. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, the, and he says, "Does the Halloween have to be? Uh, does the suggestion have to be Halloween themed?" Yes, of course it has to be. Uh, watch a dark song on Netflix. That's a, I believe it's an Irish movie. Um, that's American from Psycho. Josh. That have you ever seen scary, Monkey Bone? Um, with with Brendan Fraser and me, I'm in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no. It's so bad uh-huh. that you can't. Wa- yeah, I can't watch it. Really? But yeah. do you still get checks for it? Oh yeah, like fifteen cents. I mean, it's it's awful. Yeah. It's by the guy he he directed uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Tim Burton. Harry Selleck. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim yeah, Burton so actually produced it. Right, and, and there was um, uh, then he went on to stop make motion. Bone with yeah. Bridget Fonda and Brendan Fraser, and it's unwatchable. It's just horrible. Wow. Nightmare Before Christmas, Halloween movie, Christmas, Christmas movie. movie. You be the judge. Yeah, depends on when. What month do you watch it in? November. Christmas. It's a Thanksgiving movie. It's a Thanksgiving movie, right? In the middle. Gosh, yeah. I can't wait for Halloween to be over. Oh, get over with. I would recommend, but, well, Hereditary is probably the scariest movie I've seen in years. You saw it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I wouldn't recommend it for like a Halloween party because it requires a lot of focus and concentration and like the sound design is amazing in that movie. So uh, don't watch that. Watch Train to Busan. Great zombie movie. What um, one? Which one? Train to Busan. Have you have you seen uh, Night of the Living Dead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's great. That's got a statement. Yeah. Um, black guy dies. So I'm I'm going to my my class and I realized, you know, way too late that it's the day day before Halloween. So mm. I'm showing Wonder Woman. Oh, which is that's not a fucking awesome movie. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, uh, Night of the Living Dead is a great a great American movie. Yeah, I could have sh- I should have shown that one. Yeah. I, next 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 year I'll do that. Next year it'll be on Halloween, I think. Oh. If I do a Tuesday. Um, Question. Mm. Now changing the subject. Mm. Car washes. Are we still doing them? (laughs) (laughs) 
this and more on today's yeah, nooner. So last year. Uh, I'm asking. <laughs> okay. I got a car cover. Um, you mean is like, that your? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I've like I would leave my car out, and it just get the sun just destroys it, and it gets dirty. And if you put the car cover on it, it stays clean. It turns out. Um, so yeah. I'm all I'm pro car cover, and I did also. Well, yeah, this. What? What? Why did you ask about car? Here's washes? why. Because okay, so I'm going to a wedding this weekend, right? And I drive a Nissan Sentra, so like it's not like I have to show up in fucking style, mm. but. My car is, um, hasn't, pro- I don't think I've gotten a car wash since 2017. Okay. Um, and I don't even know when in 2017. Definitely not by the end of it. So I was like, maybe I can wash my car, you know, kind of treat myself, like show up with a clean car. Treat yourself. You know, rather than, because I was definitely going to take all like the crushed LaCroix cans out, you know, because I'm driving up there with another bridesmaid, but like, or down there. The, but, mid- the midge isn't going? He is, but he's going the next day because me okay. and her, me and this girl are in the wedding, so we have to be there the day before. Why is she driving? I like my driving better. Ah, okay. That is the answer to that question. Um, so the midge is driving up there with her boyfriend the next day, but I was just thinking about getting a car wash, and then I was like, gosh, like I have to pay for so fucking much else this weekend that like, why would I waste my money on that? And then I was like, does anyone even get car washes anymore? Because of like the environment, so I was uh, just wondering, car washes are we still getting them? Because <laughs> it doesn't rain here, right? For the most part, yeah. so it's not like you have to worry about that. It's not like I'm sure our listeners at home are already like halfway through their tweets of like, but I don't, I don't get them because it's fucking snows every day. I think they I'm turn- not asking. I think you. they turned it off because you said, "What about what's what's the deal with car washes?" <laughs> I didn't yeah. say it like that. Uh, I'm kidding. Uh, I. Th- Think that if your car looks dirty, wash it. That simple as that. Okay, but I I I have to park on the street. I do too. So I get crushed by sprinklers. Uh huh. Always. Okay. So like, and I don't think. So you're saying it gets washed when it gets sprinkled? Yeah, but then it has all these fucking watermarks all well, over. It looks like garbage. All right. Well, just go to one of those drive-through car washes. It's like six bucks. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then it just it you don't just have to spend like fifty dollars getting it detailed. Yeah. Unless but am I really wasting water? To. Is this feeling a waste no, of water? No, it actually uses less water because they recycle the water in, in those things. Whereas at the... What? Places, yeah, yeah. They, they use less water than if you, use, you wash it yourself. Wow. Yeah, it's a good thing. Good deal. Um, right. Treat wait. yourself. Treat yourself. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And it's We're going to dip into the mail sack. Mail sack, mail oh. sack. Come on, get back. Fun to be in the little hill. Yeah, that was great. Okay, no one can hear what you just said. It was right? fun to be in the in yes, the thing. Yes, it's fun to be inside a car wash. Yeah. But like, yeah, why why did you talk through the mail sack song? Just because. If I was an actual fan of this podcast, which I am not, but <laughs> if I was. <laughs> And I was listening and I was like, these motherfuckers are talking through the fucking song. And like, I sit here for two hours a week listening to this shit and they can't wait 10 seconds. I want to hear what you have to say. I have a very short attention span. I just feel like I need to speak. And I've heard that song before. I know how it goes. So I just need to to talk. But I want to hear. How does it go? 
Male sack, male sack, you're gonna dip my hand in that. Male sack. Whenever we we wanna see me, 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 male sack, male sack. Oh, that was great. That's how the song goes. Steve Erdley says, I'm sorry, Steve. I agree. He says, The Haunting, not the the Neeson one, but The Haunting. I think that's the Robert Wise movie. Uh, I don't know. from a long time ago. Um, he says that's a good one to watch for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. It's in black and white, I believe. Mm. And uh, do you guys watch the, anybody watch The Haunting of Hill House? Anybody? No. 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 Okay. Um, Tyson says uh, Halloween party film, ha- House on Haunted Hill. That's a good one. The Killer Shoes, don't know that one. The Giant Gila Monster and The Abominable Dr. Fives. That's a good one too. Um, and let John know that calendars move forward a day, not back a day. Halloween will be on a Thursday next year, not a Tuesday. You dumb, dumb ass. shit. Why yeah. are you so dumb? Oh yeah, thank you. What about Jesus. a leap year? Thank you very much. Then it just fucks up everything. Then John's totally confused for a whole year. Um, poor yeah. John. Yeah, it's sad. Sad to be me. Uh, okay, f- email in from uh, Michael Binhock in Germany. Last week, Cassandra was talking about sending a message to a wrong person. I sent two different messages accidentally to two different friends. In the first message, I was talking about a girl I liked but knew she wasn't the right one because of her issues. Oh, maybe it's your issues. Um, and I d- and, but I sent it, unfortunately, to the girl I was writing about it. She responded, and it was a bit awkward. What? And after what? that, oh, no, really? she didn't write or see... Uh, oh, a bit awkward. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. It's like that episode of Friends where Ross makes a pros and cons list about Rachel and then the other, Julie. And then Rachel finds it in the printer. It's, it's like the, every episode of Three's Company. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I haven't seen that but one this because is pro, this is pre-messaging, by the okay, way. You know, sorry. now it's now it's uh, yeah. But you know, finding something in the printer is essentially getting the wrong text message. Cons: she's just a waitress. Ouch! Oh, <sighs> fucking wow. classic That's moment, dude. When friends got real. Oh, Am I right? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this so the second time it happened to Michael, he's. Uh, he was supposed to go to a girl. It was supposed to go to a girl where he lives, and if she's interested, to go to a, a concert. And I send it to a friend's cousin with a similar name. Uh, friend's name is Caro. The girl's name is Carmen. Never answered. So there you go. That's <laughs> <laughs> wow. Are you disappointed that the the girl you didn't intend to send the message to never answered? Yeah, do, yeah. Like, or the if the unintended girl didn't answer, did you feel rejected? You yeah. know, yeah. Those are a couple of strange stories. That's that's crazy. Uh, yeah. uh, I've only sent dumb things to you know, just like, like see you in ten minutes and like. I only send dumb things. Oh yeah. Ever. Oh, that's true. I guess that's true. I only try. I try to communicate as dumbly as possible. See, I just did that just then. Well done. Thank you. Mission accomplished. Yep. I was thinking about how sick or crazy you have to be to build bombs and shoot unarmed people in a synagogue or a store. Then it came to <laughs> me. <laughs> Wait, how 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 sick like. How sick or, how do you think about that? That's an interesting question. Like, how do you think about that? Like, do you get to a point where you, you imagine yourself doing it? As an actor, you have to justify and not judge your character. Yeah, that's right. So you just sort of, okay. What right, would make I'm, me do that? What would Whoa. make me do that? Yeah. I can't, I can't imagine. There is it. something within all of us. Well, this is how that could do Michael um, explains it. He says that da- Donald Trump is the Antichrist, and it's these crazy people's version of, look at me, Damien, I love you, this is all for you. Mm, interesting. Yeah. That is an option. He's well, it's, it, nice I think the, uh, it's dehumanizing. My understanding, there, there, I, read, I read this, uh, 
uh, article a while back about how basic training um, is mostly about, for, for army uh, folks, is mostly about dehumanizing the enemy. I mean, that's a big part of it. And, um, and the ancient battles uh, that where the, the, you know, the Greeks and Romans and all these people fought each other with swords, the, the, the killing actually happened when the army turned its back. When when they started to retreat, it was very actually it's much very hard for these people to kill each other when they were facing each other and they could see that they were humans. There's a reason why storm stormtroopers all look the same. And, exactly. And I mean, and that's the dehumanizing uh, effect of, of not being able to see somebody's face in, um, in superhero movies or action movies. The bad guys always wear glasses or right. have their faces covered right. for for no reason. They don't have like pictures of their 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 kids around their neck. Right. You know. Right. The dehumanization, and, and when you when you do the same thing by saying you know that Jews are subhuman or blacks are subhuman or something like that, what you're doing is dehumanizing them, so it makes it easier for people to kill them. So don't do that. Yeah, well, knock it off. Yeah. Um, so Michael goes on. I was wondering what next week's midterms will bring. When mm. you read of machines in Texas counting votes wrong, there were people who use the machines to vote for Beto, they would they were being switched to uh, Ted Cruz. I, I did? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just dumb. Fix um, your fucking machines, Texas. Yeah. Well, the the, the uh, what I I read about that was that it's a it's funny cuz they're saying, "No, no, it's not a problem with the machines. It's a problem with it's a user error. They pushed the wrong button." It's like these things should be Tested. Dead simple. Yes. They should you should not be able to like, screw up. Ted. It's like, on purpose. Put the yeah. No. User interface problem. No, no, people just did it wrong. Yeah. Well they they did it wrong, it's your they fault. They should have read the fucking manual. <laughs> we we each machine has a three hundred page manual that explains how to vote correctly. Um Yes. And I guess they're they're um he Everything's says, bold. How do I get rid of these tables? Sorry. So the he says that uh, when you hear about voter purges, um, you know, of, of voter registr- registrars, um, he says that the USA feels like a dictatorship, and where the where the ruling party stays in pattern power no matter what. Mm-hmm. It feels there's a lot of that. Yeah, yep. it really is. It's chill. It really is scary. And he says that in East Germany, where he grew up, um, it didn't matter w- who you voted for; the SED always won. Mm-hmm. And a, a voter, to, uh, a coworker, to, told Michael that if you didn't vote, the police came to pick you up and took you to the voting booth. Um, I don't know if it's true, but what I learned about that time, I imagine yes. That's all for now. Thank you, Michael. That's a that puts things in perspective. Yeah, um, that's crazy. That's interesting because we we've been thinking. I think that uh, as as Americans, that we're immune to the problems uh, uh, that we see all over the world, um, and and there's no reason to think that. There's no reason to think that we are, um, that this country is immune to a takeover uh, through propaganda and through manipulation and through uh, devious means being ta- uh, becoming an oligarchy, in effect. And, and, I mean, we have right now, I mean, you know, you know that people in, I think I mentioned this last time, but people in Wyoming have you know, 12 times the voting power on a national level that we have in California, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Uh, and, and so that, that's, that's baked into our system because, you know, New Hampshire and, and Virginia are both in on 
making the Constitution. So they wanted to balance off their powers, right. and that's how they did it with the, the two bicameral system. But that ended up with this, this effect where you have the rural... The w- senator from Wyoming who governs over uh, 200,000 people has the same power as Kamala Harris who rules over 30 million or whatever. 40 million 40 and million. half a million. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, whatever. Yeah, it's eight times, I mean, it's eight time, eight, 80 times more people in California than in, in Wyoming. And there's, Wyoming has three uh, electoral votes and, and we have 37. Yeah. And the, you do the math, our, our, we're not electing the president as much as they are. And and they have this they have the Senate. And then and then you have all this crap that they're and they're this bull it's bullshit. This this voter repression stuff on, on the on the right is pure bullshit. There's no evidence at all that there's any uh impersonation or double voting anywhere in this country. And yet they're purging the voter rolls and they're getting rid of minority uh getting minorities off the rolls. And they're making it harder to vote. Why are they trying to make it harder to vote? Because they want to stay in power. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, it seems very anti-democratic to suppress the vote. Everybody vote next Tuesday. We'll make sure uh, people do. Steve Owens writes in. We'll, we're going to make sure that people do? Yeah, we, we, will. we okay. will. We will harass them. We're going to be here next um, Tuesday. Yes, harassing people. We're going to be live. Uh, watching the vote here at the Nooner Podcast next week. We'll so have an tune in. Poll. Oh, <laughs> <fuck>. <laughs> that's going to be stressful. It is going to be stressful. It's going to be crazy. I'm going to vote so fucking hard on Tuesday. I'm going to vote so many times on Tuesday. Woo! <laughs> yeah. um, so Steve Owens I might not vote. says, <laughs> John, what? show your class Dream a Little Dream. Half the cast is iconic and dead. No, just one of them is dead. What? Dream a Little Dream from 1980-something or other. Um... By who? Dream a little dream. dream. What is that? It's it's with the Corys, you know, Corey Feldman, yeah. Corey Haim. It's like a it's like a teen love comedy. Meredith Salinger, who's married to Patton Oswalt, she's uh she's the the romantic lead in it. Um, she's married. She is married to Patton Oswalt. Yes, yeah. So she he remarried. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, so he that says, was quick. I'm just kidding. That's what a lot of people said. He said, it is hands down his favorite, my favorite movie of all time. Hit me right at that perfect time in my life. Mid-high school, desperately wanting love to be ethereal and magic. Okay, well, I'll have to watch that because I can't imagine that any movie with both Corys in it is somebody's favorite movie of all time, and I've never heard of it. But I think that there are movies that hit you at a specific time in your yeah, formative years. Yeah, I mean, the Corys and the Warriors. Yeah. People like that one. The Corys? No, but both of them. Corey Haim and Corey. Uh, yeah, they're both in the Warriors, aren't they? No, yeah. neither of them is are in the. Neither of them is not in. Corey. Mm-mm. One of them is in it for sure. Uh, You're okay. out of line. All right, all right. I thought License to Drive was the only one where they actually were both in the movie. Cassandra, give Pluto yeah. TV a try. It's free. It's legal. Hundreds of TV channels and movies. F that fifty dollars per month nonsense. That's Loco Homes. Okay. I already. I think that's an paid ad. money. I for think the that's a paid advertisement. That you just I know. Took. I know. Steve Owens brought to you by Pluto TV. Right. <laughs> uh, Marty, um, is it weird that Ben Affleck will be a c- at Celebrity Fan Fest in San Antonio, November tenth and eleventh? Nobody I know of has ever heard of Fan Fest. Ben will be there. Jason Momoa will be there. 
Is that another ad? Are you just reading ads? Jewel State from Firefly <laughs> will be there. Ray Fisher, Cyborg will be <laughs> there. You <laughs> so can't trust Chakla these emails from, from fucking Steve Owens, dude. Will, is, um, from Isambi will be there. Pick an autograph for Ben is $250. Jason, 120 Jewel, 70 Allie, 50 What the fuck is going on? What? Why in the shit is Ben selling autographs? Because he needs... He can't get hired anymore. I guess not. Um, yeah, he's out, out as Batman, right? I don't care. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay, love you all, but Marty, just a wee bit more. Thank you. And he voted. Can you guess for whom? What? Who Beto did? or Ted? This is Steve. He lives in San Antonio. He voted? He voted. He Beto or Ted. Antonio. He lives in a, in a city. I bet you he voted for Beto. Yeah. Beto is a cool guy. Um, is that it? No, there's more. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> wow, it's been months. I know. Uh, this no, is great. This is a huge this is, influx. This is uh, from a new... L- Emailer, long-time listener, I guess. Uh, hey, Marty, I'm a low-key long-time listener. Hi. Noah. This is Noah. Uh, been listening hi, since Dan Noah. and Marty moved to this Just morning show. Just hi to Marty. It's oh, like I so emailed funny, a long time ago like when I was in like high years. school. <laughs> Noah emailed when he <laughs> was in high school. This is like fucking crazy. It's like I've been on the podcast for so long. You think he would say hi to me, too? It's like fucking, what the oh fuck, my Noah? <laughs> Oh my, oh my god, I get if you don't want to say talking? hi to John, but like, what the fuck? No. <clears throat> Steve singled you out for Pluto TV. Steve's trying to sell me shit. <laughs> Noah, Pluto TV's probably some fucking thing okay. that he rigged up in his house. Noah has been listening since he was in Pluto high school. Pluto TV is his neighbor's cable that he is selling for free. Yeah. Noah has been listening since he was in high school Ooh. when Emily and Bill and DJ James were regulars. Can't wait for Bill to return. Okay, this so movie's we're amazing. About Bill, but we're not about me. Also, Ooh. fuck Ant Man and Wasp for stealing his idea. <clears throat> when is Kruger coming back? Oh, I miss okay. that funny prick. His <laughs> Trump memes are one. funny. Oh, funny. He Wait, Noah doesn't mention you at all in this email. <laughs> it's funny. I just noticed that. And he says, uh, since John is looking for movie suggestions to his class. Yeah, he. Yeah, oh, let me just scroll down. No, and he doesn't mention you at all. Oh. Um, he does mention Kruger. Kruger will be back next week. I'm I think. I'm getting shattered from the inside. <laughs> and then out. Bill said that he will come back when he has something positive to talk about. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I saw him. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Uh, since John is looking for movie suggestions for his class, may I suggest Back to the Future? If that was done, uh, then perhaps The Dark Knight. And if that was taken, then Blade Runner. Blade Runner is an interesting one because it takes place in Los Angeles and it's very multicultural. Yes. I actually uh, wrote a, a, a close analysis of Blade Runner back in uh, college. Mm. I found it very fascinating. It's, it's a metaphor for itself. But that seems very um, masturbatory. It's It's... Yeah, okay. If you want to say it like that, if you want to do that, yeah, that's fine. Wait. It's the vision. The, the eyeball is very important. It, it starts with the eyeball. The whole, the city is reflected in an eyeball, in in, uh, in Ray's eyeball. Mm-hmm. Eyes are very important. The vision, being able to see, the whole test takes place. James Hong has that eye. That, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, he says, if that was taken, how about Donnie Darko? I haven't oh. seen that. I have oh. to see that. And I have. Maybe try Alien. Not that that's anyone a good gives one. a shit. <laughs> Let me see. Uh, Bitter? No, no, it doesn't you give bet. you a shit at all. Oh, okay. yep, what yep. you have to say. He wow. says, it suggests Alien. That's not necessarily an American movie. I don't even know if it was shot here. <laughs> but it was shot, it was shot in space. space. Yeah. It was shot on 
Phobos. Or Nobody like. can hear you scream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was. He says maybe comedy. a documentary. Um, uh, documentary. Yeah, there's uh, Italian American. I'm telling you. Oh, you know what I was thinking would be a good one is the wedding banquet. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was. I uh, did. A, I did a movie with Neil Huff who was in the wedding banquet. Oh, what movie was that? It was hitting the ground. Uh, oh, Dave. Dave Moore. Moore's Dave Moore movie. I, oh. Neil Huff was uh, in the wedding banquet. He was one of the, one of the people. Dave Moore worked on one of my neighbor's houses. Oh, he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have Great you seen guy. him recently? I saw him when he was hauling wood out. Oh. How's he doing? He's got two kids now, I think. Oh, I didn't. I actually didn't talk to him because I was driving. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing to say to Dave. Okay, Any anything else? He on didn't email? Cast, um, Oh, on, there was an on. email that uh, talked about Cassandra. But so the wedding banquet is a uh. it's a quintessential like American immigrant story kind of mm-hmm. you know it and it has broad themes. This is Ang, Ang Lee's first or second movie. First, I think. And uh, it some of the acting is terrible in it, but mm-hmm. uh, but it, it's a really well directed movie. And yeah. Very, very yep. And I'm sure you have some a- some Chinese people in your class. Why would you say that? Because it's in California. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have at least one or two. Yeah. There's some people named Wang and some people named Wong. Well, if it's Wang, it's pronounced Wong. Well, they're two different people. Yeah, Wong and Wang. Wang. It's, it is? Yeah. Wang, Wong? It's pronounced Wong. Wang. People don't say Wang in China. You don't hear anybody saying that. Okay. Yeah. I've never been to China. You have to jump down my throat, right. Marty. Right. You. Mm-hmm. Am I supposed to? Am I supposed to say you? Or Anyways, uh, is this terrible email over yet? Um, <laughs> let me just see if there's anything. Look at the first two emails. They they talked about you. Oh, I don't even remember it. <laughs> so long ago. She's just like object. Ta- okay, okay, so somebody talked about something that I brought up, and yeah. then something I brought up. Meanwhile, this guy's been listening to the show low-key for a really long time, but just, like, didn't bring me up, but brought up, like, Bill and, like, Emily oh, and, like, so Kruger I and can't wait till John. I just, uh, and Dan. He brought up Dan, too. Dan. Yeah. Okay. It's fucking fine, Noah. I'm not here for you. And Noah's not here for you either. I've got my fucking fans. <laughs> you do? No. Uh, Oh, did he really not bring me up in that email? No, he did not. He That's did not. fucking crazy. It's oh. fine. <clears throat> okay. So, um, didn't you have an improv game you wanted to play? Uh, in a second, I'm changing my Twitter handle to at Cascardiness. Fuck Noah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just kidding. JP wants to know. Would I do Ameri- have an improv game, but are you? Uh, that's why I'm asking. Are we done with these fucking emails? Yeah, okay, well, I'm going that you beg for every week, and then we finally get some when I don't <laughs> really want to fucking hear them, and they're like not even of quality because they're not talking about me enough. Oh, Jesus they're trying to Christ. sell me shit. I like the fact that you really know what you like. <laughs> Hello, I like hearing about me. I, I know which box I fit into. <laughs> it's the box of people who know what they like. Cassandra is a metaphor for herself. Um, <laughs> That's cool. I should make that my book title. So Tyson mentions Synecdoche, oh, New York, yeah. Dave Made a Maze, and Skyfall as movies that are metaphors for themselves. And it's in Jurassic Park where the dinosaurs eat the people. Wow. Yeah. We're in a zoo. Yeah. JP says, would American movie be too on the nose in terms of American filmmaking? I would love what? that movie. American what? American movie. It's a documentary about those guys who oh, are yeah. making a coven. Coven. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about American it, Pie? Will you show that one in your class? I don't know. There's a lot of metaphors in that one. 
Go on. Well, the pie is a metaphor for a vagina. Oh. Now or it makes it... sense to me. I didn't yeah. get it before you just said that. No, it's not just about having sex with baked goods. Oh. It's about having sex with women. Oh. What? What? So yeah. women... And Stifler oh, is a metaphor for a boner. Oh, my God. We... Oh, wait. Yeah. Holy smoke. That movie yeah. is much deeper than I, I thought. Yeah. Whoa. And then when the girl talks about putting a flute in her pussy, that's a metaphor for masturbating. <gasps> or is it just a description of masturbating? I don't think I know what metaphor means. <laughs> <laughs> a metaphor is like um It's a simile without like. What is like uh what is like a metaphor like? What is, I don't what, know. I, 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 I Eugene Libby's yeah. eyebrows are a metaphor for pubic hair. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, Who is the most phallic actor we can get? <laughs> um Okay. We're done with the mail side. Thank God. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, oh, by the way, G. please send emails uh, to that's noonerpodcast at gmail.com. And, you know, they can be about anyone. Please send them to Cassandra. No, please. no, she please. I would like, I just want just, you guys just to just ask us a question. Ask Cassandra a question. Sending emails that have nothing to do with the star of the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, lead us into this great improv game. Okay. So, guys, I wanted to play an improv game today. It is a game where somebody is reading lines from a play, and then the other two people are improvising. So, huh? We used to call it Drama Rama. Sure. I don't know what it's fucking called. Yeah, we did that one. It's fun, though. Mm -hmm. So, I have a play, Mm -hmm. and someone, I already chose who which role someone is going to be so whoever wants to start with reading what i don't get it what are you saying okay whoever wants to be the first reader i'll read i'll read okay so only read the lines for truvy okay and is it just you no it can be all of us it's a three-person scene oh it's a three-person scene okay unless it's better with just one other person oh there she is there's my girl come break my neck I think he's talking to you. Okay. Let me come break your neck. Oh, what a pretty color. Where's your mama? Oh, you know what? She couldn't make it. She is in the hospital because I broke her neck recently. Today's Annelle's first day. Oh, Annelle, is that why you're here? Yes. I'm here and I'm a little disturbed about all the neck breaking. That wasn't part of the job description on Indeed. It's just a thing that I do because I'm a bodybuilder. Oh, okay. So I won't be expected to break next. Only if you ask me to do it, I will do it. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Shelby, uh, you know I would walk on my lips to avoid criticizing anyone but your father. Um, but your father is about to make us all pull our hair out. And that is bad for my business. Oh, good goodness. I didn't realize there'd be so much family politics in this job. It didn't say that on Indeed. You keep my father's name out of your mouth, Truvy. I hope so. <gasps> oh. Truvy! Wow. Why are you being such a bitch today? Are you like, did something happen? Are did you, like- you bring the picture of the hairdo like I asked? Uh, yes, I have the picture right here. Oh, this it's is short, blonde, and spiky. This is old school sporty spice. This is so exciting. I feel like I'm present at the creation. There's something so wondrous about the way a bride looks. I feel it is beauty in its purest form. Where are you going to put this stuff? There's no baby breath in this picture. 
Where are we going to put this stuff? Well, that's where I come in because I'm actually the designer that you hired, and uh, that's why I came here. That that was in the Indeed uh, description. So Indeed.com? Yes, Indeed.com. Cool. Yeah, that's why I got the job. I, I, I mean, I, this is this is the job that I'm supposed to be at, right? Mm-hmm. Ooh, those yeah. are two cha-cha for words. If you I know, if you decide to get rid of them, I'll buy them from you. Oh, absolutely! You could totally have them. It's work for hire. Well, in a good shoe, I wear a six, but sevens feel so good. I buy a size eight. Well, whatever works for you. I mean, if you want to be to put the baby's breath on the shoes, I can certainly do that. Perfect. Oh, good. I'm glad you're happy. Well, I'm that- glad you're going to look so great at this wedding. Ah, uh, 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 they're mine. Oh, gosh. Oh. Okay. Well, if you, we'll have to figure something else out for us. Yeah. How's the mother of the bride? Like I said, she's in the hospital recovering from her broken neck, but what, she'll be okay. What's the matter? She has a broken neck, dummy. She has a, she has a broken neck. Is it okay if I call you dummy? Anel, why don't you go take care of Mrs. Eatonton? The girls have mountains to move today. Oh, yes, I'll go take care of her. Uh, what does she look like? I'm sure I'll have something that'll do. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot about asking questions. Uh, yeah, I can't do that. Anel, you should already know this. So we want to sweep it up, but uh, leave some softness around your ears. Please. And I just, like I said, I want that that bleach, sporty spice look. So and soft around the ears? Sure. Shelby, your mother doesn't tell us much about Jackson. What's he like? He's fine. He's also a bodybuilder. So, like, imagine how The Rock is built. That's kind of what he looks like. Is he a real romantic? Mm, yeah, totally. We do a lot of picnics and chocolates and stuff like that. Sounds well, sense. now, that's a pretty romantic idea, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, what's your name is all set. I took care of her. Miss Easton? Miss what? I think that's what her name was. Uh, yeah, Miss Houston. She's got mountains. The mountains are all been moved. How do you feel about that character choice you made very early on? Not very good. See, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, it reminded uh, your female something character. We were talking. Yeah, just, it's just it sounded like Mickey Mouse. Yeah, we're talking about people playing those roles at uh, at. Uh, have you seen the ads for the seventieth birthday of Mickey Mouse or eightieth birthday of Mickey Mouse? It's going to be some TV show. And Mickey Mouse is celebrating, and everybody's going to sell these nice things with Mickey Mouse. And it's a lot. And there's this guy being Mickey Mouse, and he's just going to be sitting there the whole time. I was wondering about you know casting that. You you just cast some hyperactive guy who doesn't mind sweating his butt off. Mickey Mouse is eighty. You think he'd 80? be moving kind of slow? Yeah, you would think. But he's happy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Just I, it's weird. a living. It's a living. That's uh, the play was Steel Magnolias. That's what the, we were doing? Steel uh-huh. Magnolias? It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> oh, and I, I wish I had known because then I would have asked, I would have adopted my sweet Southern charm. I didn't want to warn you. No. The, um, can, we, can we hear a little bit of sweet Southern charm anyway? Game is over. Sorry. Oh, okay. Shop is closed. Nobody cries alone. I think that's a thing from Steel Magnolias. Oh, I never saw it. Okay, but I, well, uh, I acted in it. You should show that in your class because Dolly Parton. Yeah, no, you're right. I absolutely should. Dolly, I should show everything. Dolly Parton is a national treasure. Really? How, how sad were you this week? Because I could give a fuck, to be honest. Really? About what? The World Series. Because you're, you're a Dodgers fan. Big, big, big Dodgers oh, fan. Oh, that, that's why you don't give a fuck because they fucking lost. 
Dude, that game fucking sucked. I don't want to get into it because I don't think that this uh, is baseball talk time yet. Uh-huh. But um, I have some things to say. Okay. It's not baseball t- talk yet? No, that comes at the 1130 hour when mm-hmm. I'm on a different podcast called Baseball Talk. You are? Really? No. <laughs> oh. I, I'm a Red Sox fan. Oh. I was really? surprisingly uncaring that they won. Because I really wanted it, I I I I secretly wanted the uh, the Dodgers to. Yeah, win. they've been pretty dominant in the past. Yeah, decade. I, I, I it's fu- it's funny because I now feel like the way I think Yankee fans should feel, where we won too much. Yeah, so you, it is possible to win too much. I think just so. like this, but none of my none of my co fans like America's winning too much these days, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Darren sent us a quiz twenty two minutes ago, and uh, that was on BuzzFeed. It says, "How many people will you date until you find the one?" So, what? who wants to take it? Wow. Um. Well, Marty, Marty's John. You can take it. How long was your last relationship? Wait. What? What? What, what was the first? What? My how last long, relationship. How long was your last relationship? Not the one I'm in currently. Let's say that that one's over. <laughs> Ouch. Okay, so uh, my last relationship... Uh, Zero God. days, uh, less than six months, six months to one year, one to two remember. years, two to five years, or more than five years. My last relationship before I got met my wife? We're talking about... No. What? <sighs> what am I talking about? What am I... Uh, Let's what? say you and your wife got a divorce. How okay. long was your relationship? There's the one that I'm in now? 27 years. Yes. So more than five years. Yeah. Do you use dating apps? No. Okay. Do you like meeting new people? Yes. I love it. Sure. It's okay. I hate it. Only a little or not new really. New people? Mm-hmm. I like new, meeting new people. Do what? you love it or is it? Yeah, I like it. A, I love it. I like sure. It's okay. I love it. Great. Sure. Are you more introverted or extroverted? I'm more extroverted. Do you think that you're equally both, or I hate these labels? I, I think extroverted. I'm equal, equally both. I sometimes I'm introverted, sometimes I'm extroverted. Do you have a strong desire to please other people? Yes. Yes, I'm a people pleaser. Yes, I'm a people pleaser. Is Great. that the right answer? Are you a perfectionist? <laughs> no. Would you say only for certain things? Not really, or hell no. Only for certain things. Great. Do you think this pineapple with sunglasses is funny? Nope. Great. No. Okay. Well, is it no, there's nothing funny about this, or that's my dad? Uh, how many questions those are, are there in this the, stupid the fucking thing? Do you uh, believe in love at first sight? This episode no. brought to you by BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed. Do you believe in soulmates? Uh, You're a no. source for polls. No. And questionnaires. You will date four people before finding the one. I will? Yeah. Okay, great. How many people did you date before your wife? Four. Fucking crazy, you guys. BuzzFeed. Nailed it, BuzzFeed. Wow, that's amazing. Oh, yeah. that's fun. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I might have dated six. Oh, people should see. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> BuzzFeed's bullshit. Why the fuck did you lie? I can't um, do math. I can't. Count. That pineapple was your dad. That's why it got screwed up. Oh, it was? It yes. did kind of look like my dad, sort of. Not at all. Mm hmm. Hell just happened. I have no idea. You got buzzfeeded. <laughs> Buzzfed. So, Marty, no, you, do you follow oh. baseball at all? Uh, no, I couldn't. I w- realized I couldn't name anyone on the Dodgers or the Red Sox. Yeah, yeah. I um, can name all of them. Oh, jeez. It's not true. Yeah. You can name a lot of them though. Mm-hmm. 
Let's get Chris Taylor out of there. Yeah. Useless. Is he the guy with the beard? No, that's Justin Turner. Oh, Jesus Christ. What do you think about his, He's the only beard? one who can get on fucking base, huh? What about what do you think about his beard as a woman? It's all right. Yeah? Do yeah. You, you don't I find mean, it disgusting? No. I don't find beards disgusting. And if you have aggressively red hair like that, I mean, like, fucking why not just go for it, you know? Yeah. I wow. find that beard... it's going to help. <laughs> yeah. You might as well make it a look as opposed to just, like, having, like, uh, being adult with hella red hair. It's like, what? Yeah. You know, might as well, like, funny. go it's... for, like, that kind of, like, Yeti Viking look. It's funny how red hair on men makes them look like boys. Mm-hmm. Like, Ron Howard didn't look like a grown-up until... Like ten years ago, and he lost his hair. Yeah, well, he, he was just wearing his, a hat. The he whole lost time. his hair long before that. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't know he's a redhead because he he's always has a fucking hat on. Mm. Mm-hmm. And he's got red uh, eyebrows. Dating oh, tip no. for those single girls out there: avoid the gingers. No. no, if you see a guy who wears a hat all the time, he's probably bald underneath, and he's just not telling you. Mm. It's funny. Yeah, th- there was a uh, a friend of uh, mine his her her now husband always wears a hat and like we didn't know for the longest time if he was bald and of course on the wedding he couldn't wear a hat and motherfucker was, was bald motherfucker was bald mm-hmm. and like yeah yeah you mm-hmm. couldn't tell he was bald by by looking at him with his hat on no that's interesting no my dad wore a toupee for a lot of his life it's kind of embarrassing it w- was it an obvious toupee uh i don't I, yeah they make great wigs for people so i am curious to know if like the days of the toupee are gone and like that there are men that are just wearing very good wigs. Yeah. Um, I'm wearing a wig. Really? Thanks for outing me on the radio. Where everyone can see. <laughs> yes. I think and my, my uh, old boss, uh, who's a woman, wore a wig. Well, if you lost your hair as a woman, I think that, that would be more more uh, difficult than I know women who have hair who just buy, have wigs. I always think about buying wigs because I'm not allowed to have my hair longer than it is right now. I actually have to get a haircut. Because of the because law? Of, because of acting. Because I guess having short hair makes me interesting. Um, so I was like, I'm going to get some fucking wigs so that I, I can like live my life. even without short hair. Nobody cares. <laughs> they can't get that from my headshot or even apparently from four years on a fucking podcast. Noah! <laughs> I don't know why he didn't mention you at all. Me neither. It's so weird because you have so much to talk about. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He got everybody else. Yeah, so. um, He probably hates Cuban people. You have an audition. What's it for? Direct TV. Okay. The irony. Uh Uh-huh. Diehard Astros fan. That's my role. Diehard Astros fan. Very cool. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, and you're wearing Astros colors. It's crazy. It's the only ones I own. Uh-huh. Uh You are wearing a baseball shirt, though. Yeah. Yeah. Big time baseball shirt. Yeah. Uh, I, I guarantee I'm gonna drive all the way to Santa Monica, go in a room, fucking cheer with four other people, and then leave. Yep. I'm gonna do that at six twenty today. In Play Santa it. Monica too? No, no, oh. just in Hollywood. Um, Toyota. Toyota. Big, big Toyota fan. So if people want to see me act, uh, come to 200 South La Brea at 630. Oh my God, I had an audition. I had a call back there uh, last week Oh, for H&R Block. And how'd it go? I'm not on a veil, so probably not good. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that place is a fucking uh, nightmare. Because it's like you want to park in that Petco, but like you're not supposed to park in that Petco. And they even have signs that say, if you park in the Petco, you will get towed for real. And we're not going to let you audition. But like, 
guys park in the Petco. Oh, there's a security guy who yells at you. Like he yelled at me and I was going to to Petco. That motherfucker didn't say shit to me. He was eating pizza. No joke, eating pizza. So I went into Petco, walked a lap, came out of Petco. And instead of walking back in the parking lot, I just walked out and around the building and he was eating pizza. And I was like, this bitch is not going to tell my car his pizza fingers. Pro tip. There you go. Pro you tip, wanna... get them at lunchtime. And park and do a lap in Petco. Yeah, right. always pretend. I was All thinking right. that Petco had an exit out, which would have been perfect, but they probably got rid of that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But it, it, I, you can, there's plenty of parking around there. Um, Is there? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's uh, wrap this up. Since we're now, we went from car wash to parking talk um, to casting parking lot. Listen, I, I want to, before we wrap up, I, I, I want to um, apologize to George Lucas for everything that happened uh, last week's podcast because I want to work at that new museum that's just down the street from my house. Oh, is there a, what, what is the, he, the George Lucas Museum of Narrative oh. that they're building oh next to the Coliseum. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so I want to I wanna work there. So, George, I think you're a genius. And I don't He's a big fan a of the show. He's a... George, I love you. Give me a job. What did we say about him last week? That he was a fucking freak? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he doesn't know anything about humans. Yeah. <laughs> I stand by that. I stand by that. Not yeah. me. Um, <clears throat> well, He's just going to hire a bunch of robots for his museum. My, yeah. my, my, my goal is Droids, to, be, is to, is to re- be, sure. my retirement job is to be a, like a security guard or a docent at that, ho- that uh, museum. I love old people working at museums. I think it's so cute. They're just like <laughs> doing that to like waste no, time really you know <laughs> like it's like when you see an old person working at the getty i was stop like precious just stop saying old person he was like i've been a member my whole life stop. when i was working as an er doctor stop. and then i decided to retire Don't and make me hate you. now i just want to you know work at the work at the <laughs> getty is, you know, three days our, a week uh, me, and you know tell teenagers and kids and tell teenagers to stop to taking t- pictures and with not their to phones. touch the thing yeah and, yeah it's just so cute yeah I can see John doing that. Old people oh, working God. in general is really funny. Greeting you at the Walmart. Because they and then they're like, George, oh, you're a loser. I don't want to work it, at your. We do it because they're bored, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's just Shelley's just trying to get you out of the house. Well, why don't you volunteer at the the, the children's museum? This will be my last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, no, Noah okay. will be so sad. I'm. We'll get so many emails about it. <laughs> Next week, Kruger, I think is he said he'll he'll be back next week. So uh, send in emails if you want to to him, <laughs> <laughs> celebrating him, <laughs> hailing him, asking him questions. We'll fucking see if Isn't I'm here. Isn't he hilarious? And uh, I might find seventeen things to do instead. Here's a movie. Voting. If you haven't seen that, you should see. It's on. I think it's on Netflix. It's it's called Oculus, with uh, Karen Gillan of Guardians of the Galaxy uh, fame. It's a it's a very Small horror film that's pretty creepy. Mm. I highly recommend it. Have you guys watched Maniac? Oh, we talked about that. Oh my god, Maniac. I did watch it. Great, huh? It's cool. Yeah, oh, cool. Um, I I need to rewatch it. Okay, so rewatch it. Well, you I watched like the it? first episode. And I was like, what the fuck? Okay, so you didn't watch it. You watched the first episode. Yeah. Oh yeah, you yeah. gotta watch it more. Yeah, okay. you gotta like fucking watch the whole thing. It's a miniseries. All right. All right. <laughs> I we need to rewatch it. New, the new Daredevil season is back. Is good. It's good. Season three, mm. as opposed to like Iron Fist, which was horrible. Yeah. Uh, which villain did they bring? Oh, Bullseye's in it, right? You know what? I don't know who it is. I we have. Is that the dog from Target? Yeah, it's the dog from Target. Oh my is god! Daredevil, Daredevil. One of his villains is the Target dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cute. Yeah. yeah. 
And the he kills bull terrier. Yeah, little yeah. bull terrier, yeah. rare. Wagged, wagged its superpower tail. You know, those dogs are usually made in puppy mills. Oh. Yeah, because I have to like look like that weird face. Don't get a bull terrier. There's also a dog, a movie called Frankenweenie, I think, that I used to watch a lot when I was a kid, and uh-huh. it was about one of those do- dead dogs, and it like scared me, but it was also kind of cool because like Frankenstein's dog was a bull terrier. Tim Burton. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, black and white. Yeah. Uh, he that was his, uh, I think, his thesis film mm-hmm. at uh, Cal Arts. Mm-hmm. I used to watch that movie a lot. I don't even know how I got my little grubby hands on it, but wow. I did. That's awesome. Well, he he grew up in Burbank. So maybe that's how. I grew up in Colorado and yeah, Denver. Oh. So Oops. that doesn't fucking Oops. check Oopsie. out. I think that uh, we just took it from Blockbuster and never brought it back. Oh, there you go. R.I.P. And that's, Blockbuster. And that's why they failed. They're like, oh, we'd be in the black if it weren't for that Frank and Weenie. In the black? Yeah. Does that mean profitable? Yeah. Wouldn't that be in the green? No, it's in the black. I don't know why. Because of the ink, color ink when oh you're yeah, it's doing a ledger. They used to use. Yeah, red ink. Red ink. Which, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, what the that, fuck is a ledger? You're welcome. <laughs> we just educated I'm going to ask the old everybody. person at LACMA later what a ledger is. <laughs> Yo, Gramps, what the fuck is a ledger? <laughs> oh, my God. And, it's, and then he turns around, and it's John. I really do <laughs> feel old. <laughs> I wasn't calling you an old person. I was just saying it's cute when old people work at museums and he, after he said that he wanted to work in a museum i'm okay uh, you could have just said uh, i could have talked about working in a museum and i would have said it's cute. <laughs> all right Whatever. everybody we will you're not see as old as mickey mouse you're not as old as mickey mouse see you bye, next Cassandra. tuesday bye, Marty. bye everybody bye. has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.